0: Mic check, mic check. Um, welcome to the Inside Life Podcast, episode three. I think this is, um, episode four, actually. Four, oh wow, yeah, <laughs>
1: We're
0: going through this thing. It's, it's incredible yeah. speed! But yeah, my name is Kosi, um, one half of the pod, and I'm here with my co host Kingsley. How are you doing today, hey. man? I'm good, I'm good i'm good
1: yeah another sunday to record another episode um yes and this one we also have um, some special guests in the house as well i have um, some members of my tribe here in uh, canada Um, (laughs) (laughs) i'll let them um, introduce themselves Uh, so ladies uh, please introduce yourself let us know your name where you're from uh, where you currently reside occupation business just your plugs go ahead (laughs)
2: Okay, okay. Hi, um, my name is Steffi. Um, I'm from Burundi. I currently reside in London, Ontario. Basically, lived here my entire life, actually. So, I'm from London. Um, And, sorry, what else did you say? Yes, I'm the CEO of Nubian Hair Collection. One of the CEOs of Nubian Hair Collection. Oh, big moves. Yeah, I'm Nelly.
3: Um, I also live in London, Ontario. Uh, I've been living here for a long time. I am originally from Central African Republic. Um, and yeah, that's basically it. I am a partner in, um, in business with stuff in Nubian hair collections. So um, it's been great so
2: far. And yeah, I'm looking forward to for the future. So big up, to, big up to the French countries, you know?
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know, this is going to be an interesting one. So uh, I'm pretty sure we'll be having uh, both English and uh, French listeners on this one. So so to okay. our French okay. listeners, I believe, uh, or I I, well, I say to our English listeners, I hope you have your um, jollof and coke ready and to our french <laughs> listeners i don't know <laughs> i was thinking of uh because I'm, I'm i don't know if you guys know or the listeners know i'm also part french so my mom is um congolese so i was going to say to our french listeners i hope you have your uh kwanga <laughs> your kwanga ready for this one i know kosi is lost right now kosi are you lost
0: yeah, totally totally totally, totally oh, lost like <laughs>
2: I've just
0: been I've just been quiet. But yeah, I think you guys are the first people I've met from those countries. So um it's pretty cool to hear um your thoughts on things. Um okay. but yeah, I think we'll be moving on now. Um this week we yeah. decided we're going to be talking about Black History Month, even though the month is almost over. Um as someone who, who's lived like all my life in Nigeria, like I didn't really care about Black History Month because I think every month yes yeah, black history month so um i guess for people in the diaspora it's more important and it means um something totally different and i think it's important that we talked about talk about it um but yeah so a brief history of um black history month i'm reading this from history.com um so it says yeah black history month is an annual celebration of achievements by African-Americans and a time for recognizing their central role in US history. Um, it's also known as African-American History Month. The events grew out of Negro History Week, the brainchild of noted historian Carter G. Woodson and other prominent African-Americans. So. Um, since 1976, every U.S. president has officially designated the month of February as Black History Month. But other countries around the world, including Canada and the U.K., also devote a month to celebrating Black History as well. So yeah, I um, think that's all. I mean, there's yeah. a lot, lot more that the page says, but probably would be an overkill to read all of them but yeah Yeah.
1: so yeah basically another reason
0: for yeah yeah. you were saying something
1: yeah so the reason I guess another reason for this uh, episode I guess is also just to educate um um, I guess people in regards to the Black History Month, like you mentioned, Kosi, uh, people in the diaspora, and I even believe even back home in um, in Africa. Just because I feel like um, for some reason, I feel like the history of Black people even at home is not is almost kind of like being washed out. It almost feels like we're not really paying attention to our history and we're buying into like um, the white culture. So I just wanted us to, I guess, get an idea, first of all, understanding um, what the black history means to you guys who have lived uh, in this part of the world, how you've um, I guess been celebrating and how the celebration has evolved um, over time then we'll take it back home to understand how I guess even we back home can um, I guess adopt the month and take it in to be like our own so that we can keep pushing the black uh, culture forward so I guess for stats the the first question would be uh, can you recall like um when you started celebrating black history uh, month and uh, how the celebration has um, evolved over time for you guys yeah.
2: Sure. Um, I guess we can start by saying, first of all, we we are both from London, right? It's a a predominantly white, at least back then it was just you know, I guess white white people were living here, and very few blacks. So, um, it was very hard for us to know, learn, understand what Black History Month was. Okay. Um, so I guess the first time we've actually ever celebrated it was. Um not even elementary it was high school uh, at least for me right Nelly? it was it was high school uh, but <laughs> i don't believe that they understood what black history was Te- mm. basically what we did was they asked us to wear african clothes so they'll say come to school in an african attire uh, clothes you know yeah. and we had a uh, small celebration I guess you would say, yeah, like a small celebration where they asked us to read a few activist quotes, you know, like MLK, something that Martin Martin Luther King said, or Rosa Parks said, that was black celebration, that that Black History Month, that's all we did. It was one day and it was never spoken about. And I think <laughs> actually, wow. yeah. And like, uh, this was like grade nine, 10, then grade 11, I think they started putting quotes all around the school that's yes do you remember that that's how (laughs) that's how that's how they celebrated it we didn't even actually have a a um assembly assembly. we didn't have an assembly it was just quotes around the school and then in morning announcements they'll say like a quote from a, a black famous person that's it that was literally it so we had to learn that ourselves Another thing I did was um back then I, I usually I used to get invited by the museum here in London to sing the the negro song. I don't know if that's what you guys remember, the negro song is. It's no. called Yes, it's called Lift Every Voice. So Lift Every Voice and sing. It used to be a song that the negroes they used to sing back then. The yes.
0: Plantation to the
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> wow. So,
2: good. Yeah
0: doesn't sound like 48. something i'm interested in singing at all
2: no not at all so they asked me to do that but back then before i was like yeah yeah of course of course yeah me do it because you know i felt good you know i'm gonna go sing in front of people but the the, the behind the, att- the attention the what's that called uh,
3: like so like have them having like this intention exactly like it had a, it had
2: a exactly yeah. very different impact so now that i think about it it's like mm, i didn't really feel good of singing that like i i don't know it was it was wrong they just asked me to sing and then they told me to go home that was it <laughs> literally basically
1: the bare <laughs> yeah the bare minimum what? they just they just want to make it look like something happened oh yeah we recognized exactly. you guys then bye bye can what you remember what?
0: how how old you were at the time <clears throat>
2: um this was, was it first year uni yeah i think it was first year uni so i was oh. no no this was grade 12 this was grade 12 sorry i was 17 18 18 yeah okay. and it's just this idea of yeah
3: like they all this stuff that we talked about is um a term that's called tokenism it's when you want to just present something Mm -hmm. as like you're doing something um good and just leaving it at the surface level and that's what they were doing but really like there's nothing deeper than that like like as Steph said there was no like true celebration right we just gather maybe a guest speaker here and there quotes whatever but there was never a true celebration and i feel like to really celebrate they would have actually included black history which is part of history inside like our history lessons right true i grew up going to school i knew nothing about um black history because all we were taught was the white savior complex Mm -hmm. all we were taught was how this person did this and this person did this and they were all white white men yeah and then it's like you know that's the thing you learn and so even if there were black people that had crucial monumental parts in our history we don't learn about that like at least we didn't learn about that back then and it was all whitewashed and that's a huge problem that needs to that needs to stop
1: yeah i feel you guys on that that's um, that's really true i feel like the society right now is just they're just trying to do their bare minimum of trying to make the black people feel like okay yeah we, we care about you guys you guys get one month out of 12 months and um, yeah we, we we tag you guys in our posts and stuff like that but over time I guess um, just still trying to stick on that question over time has the how have you seen the celebration um, evolved because I think right now we see it coming into like our, our social media life like how how has it evolved Um i guess to you guys your business in your personal life or even like amongst like your white peers right now like in this um, the 21st century bringing it to this modern time
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah um i think i mean we think that it's it's evolved in a way that like now we use we use the internet more yeah. so we celebrate in a different way mm-hmm. um especially i'm gonna go to like more recently now with the pandemic um since we can't like really go places and you know there's lockdown almost everywhere so um we have to find a different way to celebrate and i think that social media has done a good job so far of doing that um including like and this is black people doing it for themselves too right like you see small businesses all over social media like whether it's instagram tiktok whatever and they're really like celebrating black culture like pushing it forward like we are black and we are black every day you know that kind of thing so it's like i've i've been seeing a lot of like different hashtags and different trends where um i think people are starting to realize like black people are starting to realize like yo like it's not just one month out of the whole year this is 365 you know like this is all the time this is who we are and I think people are starting to embrace that, and in so doing, uh, because social media is such a like multi-dimensional like t- like it just travels everywhere, then people I feel around the world are able to n- like notice that and celebrate with with us, right? So yeah. there's a lot there's a lot that can be said for how it's evolved, but I feel like it's been. It, it could be definitely yeah it could be better absolutely there's always room for improvement like where it's not perfect at all it's not where it should be but um I think a lot of people are realizing, realizing that black history is is history it's not see and even us writing like it's it's a bit controversial if you think about it because on the one hand we want to like claim it right this is black yeah. history yeah. this is our history at the same time i feel we and this is probably a product of being taught the white washed history our whole lives we want to claim want to reclaim that black history right but at the same time it's like but black history is history like black history is history and it it's it should be taught and it should be yeah it should be part of history period. period Everyone,
2: yeah. Not, <laughs> it's not only us black people. Mm-hmm. Everyone should learn about it. Everyone should understand it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
3: So it's that double-sided. Um, it's two sides of the coin, basically. But yeah.
0: Yeah, that makes um, sense. Yeah,
2: right.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um. I. I feel. Yeah. I feel like you talked a lot about why. Um. It's important. But something. Um. I've always wondered about, and I guess something I. I would want to hear your thoughts on is. Um. I mean, I understand why it's important to the community in the diaspora, but should the black community outside Nigeria, especially those people in, um, the black community outside America and like in the diaspora, like especially those people in Africa, should they embrace this holiday? Do you think it's important, it should be important to us as well? Um,
2: That's a good question. <laughs>
0: because I mean, the way um, i see it like um i guess let me add some context because um i didn't celebrate i've never celebrated black history month i didn't even think i knew it was a thing until i don't know maybe four or five years ago um when i started paying more attention to um, things that were happening outside my country but um as of now like even though even when i do try to pay attention to it a lot of the history is about stuff like MLK, Rosa Parks, um, and not necessarily the Black history of, say, Nigeria. And there is this thing about, um, I guess, white people grouping Africa together. Like, there are so many countries in Africa. There's so many different histories and stuff that, um, I guess, are important to each and every single particular African country. So, um, yeah so it's something i just think about should people here in africa celebrate black history month too Um, what do you think
2: um i think i I definitely think that um all african countries should 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 learn and 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 celebrate black history because um where does this originate from right this doesn't it didn't start here in america Mm. it started in in different African countries I, I don't know a lot of people may think oh it just started in the west it started in Nigeria and started in Ghana no all African countries were colonized all African countries were um this this started in the, in Africa so yes we should definitely definitely uh our African countries should definitely celebrate Black History Month I
1: agree
2: yeah, I re- like, what do you think
1: no go ahead go ahead
3: um i think that moreover why not why are people back home and i say back home i mean like anywhere you are like i I, I refer to african countries because that's how we call it but like why why are we not studying our own history, history. Like, what, like why are we studying the history of the white people that have nothing to do with you know why are we studying like and it's like it's that whole colonization right it, and it's good to learn about the world it's good absolutely like that's not what I'm saying I'm saying it's like there should be so much more emphasis in studying the history of where you're from um, as a black people you yeah. know people people and and it's complicated because i think i think we've differentiated ourselves a lot but like the people the black people that are all over the world are a part of a diaspora of how we all originated from africa and yeah. all these people now that you see in u.s like they have their ancestry is in africa right? So I feel like we should be more connected than we are and for so long there's been this disconnect with like Black Americans or um, Black Canadians and African people and you know it's just and it's been going on for a while and I think that we need to get back to like that connection and like knowing about our history and I do think that it's important for people even in Africa to learn about the history of what what happened to learn and and understand black history and so and i do think that uh black americans and a lot of them have been doing that recently uh should connect back to their roots too um learn about their history right i think it's so important to be connected to that so yeah i think i think for sure yeah
1: yeah just to quote i guess just to give a quote i saw online and i think it gives context to what we're talking about it says um if a race has no history it has no worthwhile tradition it becomes a negligible factor in the thoughts of the world and it stands in danger of being exterminated so Mm -hmm. i feel yeah that's the last word the extermination i think for me personally i feel like that's my that's my fear because i feel like um we're, we're just we're being put behind a lot, and um, we're we're kind of like losing our roots. And if you don't, if if a man doesn't have his roots or if people don't have their roots, obviously they are prone to fall. Do you understand when the going gets tough? So I I do agree with um your, you guys' point on Africans um, embracing the month, and I say that in the context of I feel like we should um, give support to our brothers in uh in america like show supports that we were behind you guys we know you guys are going through i guess uh, a lot over there and um i feel like if the african countries can also embrace it just to because this the people over there in america the black people like you guys mentioned they left africa so i feel like we should make them know that they have a place with us so if anything goes wrong over there they can always look back and know that hey home is still africa and home you can always turn back to us whenever um, you have any um, difficulty i feel like we need to stand up as one body because africa black history we all emanate from one root and that is africa so we need no matter how where where uh, we are i feel like we should always remember that home is africa even for the black americans because that is where we all came from but yeah those are good points um and um i feel like talking about this there's no way we uh we we wouldn't want to speak on i think one a very recent event that happened and um and that's basically recalling um the deaths of uh, george floyd and basically the black lives matter movement i just yeah. wanted to know like yeah wh- um, i guess rest in peace to george floyd and um so to, to the other countless names like that have that their lives has been cut short because of, I guess, p- police brutality in America and even back home in um, yeah. Africa, Nigeria, to be precise. You understand? So, like, I just wanted us to like reflect on that moment. Like, how did you guys feel uh, watching that video? And uh, what do you think uh, would be a good way to uh, tackle the issues of killings and oppressions of uh, black uh, people? Just our, our view on that matter, I guess, basically. So, yeah
2: well how did we feel first of all that was yeah. that was horrible it, it it was a tragedy and hurt but it's not new right this yeah. was not new it we're fortunate that this was worldwide it went everywhere but there's so many other people before him that have died because police brutality many 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 years all since slavery since that time from there till now there have been people that have been killed because uh due to police brutality so it was very emotional but it was also i was happy because now the world really sees what america is Mm -hmm. you know and of course this stuff happens in every single one of our african countries that we're from Mm -hmm. this stuff happens there too but it's like it's as if it's normal. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a problem. So yeah. um, I don't know how, how 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 did you feel when you heard that, Nelly?
3: <laughs> um, man, so many different like emotions. Like when when in the wake of these events, with um George George Floyd being like the precipitating event, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, of course, I was angry, I was, I was just beside myself, and just all these emotions flowing through, and me, I actually, like, it affected me to the point of, like, my daily interactions, like, going to work, like, I wasn't, like, I didn't feel, like, okay, or should I say going to, at the time I was in school. So, um, going to class, like how, like I, it was hard for me to actually focus because this is like, I was born in the US just by the way. And so I do still have like family there and I do have this connection. So for me, it was like, wow, if we hadn't left that country what would have become of us, you know? For I course. have brothers. Yeah, yeah I have brothers and not even see it's forget brothers uh Breonna Taylor yeah uh, so yeah like day. me as a woman right yeah. so it's like what would have become of us if we had stayed there and it's just me it's just I kept thinking about that my brothers my brothers and it just hit different it really did like watching that video it just it was so I, I can't even express the emotion but it was just me having to cope with that going to school and you know and it's like the white people don't have to worry about that. Like they go on with their lives. Like it doesn't hit them. Like it hits us. And we're having to basically go on, like nothing happened. And, you know, we talk about it, but we're expected to still do what we're supposed to do every day, even though this stuff is happening right next to us. Right. So, and then following that event, it was like, follow it. Sorry. (laughs) Um,
2: Following that event,
3: it was an event after. after Yeah, like
2: their event every day we just hear a, a someone dying mm-hmm. a black person a black man a black woman dying or yeah. injured police doing this not only police but even citizens like the the two men um was it in texas what state was that in the two guys that that killed the boy that was running he was out for oh, a job yeah yeah and you know as if that was it was okay it wasn't such a big deal you know they were portrayed as good men that they were afraid like it's just killing after killing after killing after killing it's just I don't know
3: Ahmaud Arbery yeah
2: yes him that was his name
3: yeah oh. it was uh it was just tough and like yeah that. that's basically how how we felt I guess it was just that feeling of like okay how can we move on and then you know um we were actually fortunate enough we went to a protest there was a protest here in London um that we were able to, like, have our voices heard Mm -hmm. and get out there. And there was such a big turnout from this small city we're in. Um, And, yeah, it was a a good time to see, like, the unified voices. And mind you, there were lots of white people there. You know, where we live is predominantly white. Um, But that day, it was, like, ally, allyship, 100%. And that's what we need, right? That's what is needed to... To move on to be better so yeah we need to
2: stick together because this is you know it's beyond our power if we're all separate we're not going to be able to change mm-hmm. it, oh see, yeah we've been gonna, trying to fight it all these who's years? going to change this it's 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 the government that makes the laws. yeah but they gotta hear us yeah so we gotta all come together as one as forget color mm-hmm. <laughs> black white asian aboriginal whatever you are mm-hmm. we have to come together to stop this yeah and but it, i also think it's
3: important for where people to understand that they have this power this e- privilege exactly. sorry yeah they, they have you? this privilege and they have to use and that use privilege,
2: privilege.
3: Yeah. uh to help the oppressed yeah. that's basically what it's about that's how you make change right yeah. when you exactly. have privilege you use it to help the oppressed yeah. that's how change comes because the oppressed have been crying for centuries yeah. nothing has changed so you people that have that privilege are needed to be allies right And that's what people need to understand too it's not enough just to be yeah. not racist but mm-hmm. anti-racist mm-hmm. yeah
0: sure true, true um i guess my um the way i saw it here from um africa if you see where i am is i mean it was just pretty sad to see um mm-hmm. Obviously, it, it's something that was happening um, a million miles away in America, but I'm human still, and it was just something that was sad to see. But I guess the follow-up to, my, to, to the topic would be, have you noticed any significant change after um, the movement? Because there was something I see which sort of relates back to what one of you said um, um, on tokenization. Um, everybody at the time was posting black squares as if that was supposed to mean or change anything. But um, I don't know, it seems like everything has died down since after that. Um, So I guess I want to ask, um, has anything changed? Has any significant change been made? Or have have people been acting differently after the whole um, thing?
3: Um, I think that there's definitely been some um, cooling off with this issue Um, I think with a lot of like uh, protests and movements it tends to happen Um, but this it's a difficult time because we're also in the middle we have two pandemics right now we have um, the COVID-19 pandemic and we have the racism pandemic and I think between the two of those people have been um when this issue was still hot right like fresh um after all the murders and everything we saw in the media uh day after day people had enough and were fed up and then it gets it got to a point where i think people thought that okay things are getting better and move on to the next thing but that's not what that's i think that there's a big problem in that because then um it kind of slows down the awareness or of some people and slows down i guess the fight if that makes sense um but there have been some positive changes i know that some um laws have been changed people have been adjusting policies even at work like there's so many changes that are being done at work like where i work right now it's um it's a daycare um in London but we are i w- it's like a childcare center rather and it's and we're really focused on anti-bias right now and i think the the black lives matter movement has really has really pushed organizations to put forward this anti-racist anti-bias curriculum or or i guess programming and i think it's been great like we're doing a lot of action where we are even just in the education of children right because that's where it starts so um great things have been happening and i know that they passed the george ford law, um law enforcement uh trust and integrity act um and then there's the brianna taylor yes yeah, um, so, yeah. law also and yeah so there's there are things
2: happening mm-hmm. Everything's happen- sure. the, if you guys i don't know if you guys know about the the uh, george floyd law it's just basically um, it aims to reduce the prevalence of police brutality um Mm -hmm. but you know we still have a long time for this to actually happen you Mm -hmm. know these things are still happening if this law is passed Mm -hmm. the other one is also the the brianna taylor Mm -hmm. law um the ban no knock warrants because you know in america well every american is america is a mess (laughs) every state has different laws yeah right so in louisville police are allowed to just enter they don't need to lock they don't need to knock nothing like that it's not like here where you have to knock before you enter unless you have a warrant in the in louisville they killed her because they just entered you know and now they have a law in that state that prevents uh police to enter without knocking uh w- without a um no knock warrant basically yeah so those are like a few things that, that, that have come into um play that's good but we still need to work mm-hmm. like we A still <laughs> need to do so much more just, just these laws that. are not gonna do anything there's so many laws that oh don't do this don't do that but people are still doing it police are still not listening to the law and still doing things they shouldn't be doing mm-hmm. right so
0: yeah it's pretty sad that people had to die for all these laws that you you'd think that should be common sense to be made um yeah i guess it's the world we live in. Um, yeah
3: and sorry i just like the way you said like that people have to die for these laws to be well that's that's historically that's true (laughs) the you know in the civil rights movement like people have died you know it's always like that i don't know it takes people to that that have to fight literally to end their life in order for things to change yeah.
1: yeah i guess so just to give my own two cents on the um the topic or the the, um, the question, I, I feel like we, I don't know the the main reason why I feel these killings keep going on, I feel is basically because the black people are continually being um, oppressed or continually being put as um, will I say second class citizens. When you talk about poverty, bad education, like limited access to like basic human needs you would always see the black community in high numbers in such situations. So what do you, what can be expected of that, if not um, such environment only brewing um, negative um, issues like how maybe that, uh, in the black community, you see the prevalence in drug use, in the black community, you see prevalence in um, killings, murder, uh, like all the all the bad things you can think of, why are they going into these things? It's basically because they are not satisfied where they are. The government or the people who are supposed to be taking care of this community do not care about them. You understand? So, of of course, the the other coloured people would see us as, um oh, their their lives are not worth anything and can just be killed, like you only watching that video of george floyd you can you can tell from that uh, policeman i don't even know his name and i don't even care to want to know his name but like watching it you can see how much he doesn't care it was almost like watching i feel like growing up um how they used to kill um goats then for like christmas mm-hmm. gadgets that was like the same association when i saw that video the way like an uncle will put his his knee on the goat's um maybe upper body then take the knife through the the uh, i guess it's getting gory with that <laughs> <laughs> but like I, I was like oh my god yeah, gosh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. basically you get the point. You see how the, you see where the, the value is. The way we, we see goats is the same way these people see the black people, mm. basically. Wow. So okay. it's it's to show you how how much like we're not being regarded. So I feel we need to get to a point where we need to begin to see beyond color and understand that it's the same blood that runs through us. We think the same way we're able to do even more like a lot of inventions a lot of things a lot of things i've been hearing about a lot of inventions that actually emanated from black people but were bought over by white people and now they take the glory and it seems like um what's it called the white people are the ones that are smart and we're not Mm -hmm. when basically we also know even in our our history i think it's known that civilization started in africa so hundred yeah. yeah. percent so if civilization started in africa why are we not aware of it it means a lot of a lot of tools a lot of gadgets all started from there but we don't know about all these things so we're just being pushed back and it's i think enough is enough about that let's let's make things become as par our governments need to understand um like we need they need to i feel like make make us come up to the table. Let us be able to make decisions that benefit us and also elevate poverty from uh, our community so that if there's no hunger, I feel there'll be no need for all the negativities that we see, That the stigmatization that is tied to the Black community i think that's what causes a lot of the fear a lot of the racism even in our workplace because oh black people have been stigmatized as oh drug addicts have been stigmatized as killers so when they see us they automatically think fear or they automatically think i don't know just bad things so these are some things that i feel that needs to needs to change and hopefully that would lead to less of this killing and more unity amongst us we love the white people we're not we we don't hate them for no reason you get but things like this need to change for i guess for us to to be able to to move forward in this life and um yeah i don't know if anyone has any other thing to say in regards to this um topic but if not i guess we can move on to the next question any 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 opinion or thing to add to this
0: uh, uh, not from me anyways yes. i mean i think i i think we pretty much covered everything um most of these things aren't things that are new um this is, this is stuff that we've been saying for years and years it's just sad that the power to change most of these things is not in our hands or just not in one person's hands and it's like a collective thing so unless yeah. unless a lot of people or most people change the way they think um there's not much we can do yeah
3: yeah but all we can do is keep trying honestly
0: yeah sure sure sure
1: yeah Yeah. and i guess lastly i guess one um since we're on the topic of everything black on this episode (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, so we we, i guess we also want to talk about i think a hashtag or like a no not basically a hashtag but like a topic in regards like supporting like black business i know that's also something that became kind of like a trend after the whole black Lives matter people were all up about supporting black businesses i know you guys um own a business yourself so i just wanted to know more on that on the challenges like you guys are facing because i feel it's all part of the issue like our businesses do not get front face in um, a lot of platforms um, that are promoting these businesses on social media, Instagram, even on platforms like Amazon. Like, what are what are some challenges even with the government or where we're located? What are some difficulties you're facing, and uh, what do you think the government and organizations can do beyond uh, just the one month, the Black History Month, to show uh, support for uh, Black businesses? Um, I think the
3: support, like. Uh, one of the challenges, honestly, that we really talked about is because we're coming from a standpoint of also like online web-based business. Yeah. Because that's very prominent today, and that's also um, our business is based online. So um, I would say like uh, visibility can be a challenge um, only because in the location that it depends you know with the location that you're into because being in this place where it's predominantly white um it's sometimes hard to be visible and uh social media also i know it can go like we're aware that it's it's like a it doesn't have any borders however it's still uh, takes into lo- um, consideration your location when it wants to like share the yeah the algorithm, algorithm exactly yeah. so being in your location can also have an effect on your visibility
2: so you might have to work extra hard and things like that um in terms of government I guess is the grants yeah right uh I feel like something that's been hard for us is finding grants because a lot of these um uh, new businesses I mean, yeah new businesses uh, they, they they require so much they require they have a lot of um requirements for you to even be eligible to receive a grant mm-hmm. and I just feel like they should make it a little easier for us yeah because like you're starting when you start off a business a lot of people don't start with a, 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 a high capital
3: yeah absolutely not like it's not everybody who's fortunate enough yeah. to be given a million dollar loan no. like or uh, the former, <laughs> the former president, Mr. Trump said. But exactly. um, honestly, it, it's it's it takes a lot, right, to start uh, a business, to start a company, a brand, and um, it, it it should be taken into consideration. Uh, people who come from racialized background, my, I don't like to use the min- the minority word, but racialized groups. Um, they are often um, struggling because of how the system is built, how society is built. And it's hard for them to come up with that initial capital, right? And so there's certain things that have to be taken into consideration too, like um, the requirements. Is it realistic for for these people yeah. is it realistic for somebody who lives in this place or who earns this much or yeah. you know all these things right and that's that kind of red tape that we see in the system That systematic racism that we see when your policies Canada, exactly your status, status all these things right so it, it i think they need to consider i don't think they're really considering people of color in these when they have grants no. and and loans that they make available quote unquote um but i think
0: it's important to consider that absolutely yeah Okay. yeah yeah, um, yeah it's crazy where you would find that like stuff like racism um rears its head because um i mean I'm a, I'm a bookworm. um and i started a booktube channel recently and i noticed lots of people talking about how um being a black person is sort of like a disadvantage when it comes to like youtube recommending your videos like for the whole algorithms and okay. i'm like wow. youtube too yeah. i'm like oh wow this is crazy <laughs> but yeah it's just <laughs> something that i noticed it's crazy really.
1: yeah the it's 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 crazy because i don't i know when the whole black lives matter thing started uh, i think the canadian government um, established some kind of program i think it's called the black entrepreneurship program where they said um uh, an investment of up to $221 million over four years and I, I looked into it before this podcast and I, I, I saw a lot of black businesses that were interviewed on some um, during this month of Black History Month trying to figure out if they've been able to get access to this money and a lot of them said no like the, the they are they're being told that uh, the applications have, have been pending and no one has an exact date as to when uh, I guess this um, this money is supposed to to be dispensed to the public so I feel yeah. like a lot of all these things are just a lot of all these things are just um, what's it called they they just want they did all these things uh, based on the time when everybody was talking about black people the government who wanted to be uh, part of the conversation and yeah. yeah so they just went in and put oh yeah we'll we'll donate 221 million and now the people are applying for it they can't see it especially during tough times like this where Mm -hmm. they really need it and they can't uh, they can't get access to it so it's an issue and i think even to other organizations for me i always think about amazon and how i don't know if they are doing as much because right now we know how much Jeff Bezos is cashing out. You understand, yeah. <laughs> and and it's it only when it, it's only Black History Month. It's probably when when you go to Amazon, maybe that's when you're gonna see Black businesses being put at the at the front face. So mm-hmm. I feel I feel like we need to break beyond that. It's not only when we we complain or when uh, it feels yeah. right for. For them to be on our back, like Black History Month, that's when they now want to start showing face. So it's it's an issue that needs to, I don't know, it, it really needs to be addressed. These are some of the things that still leads back to all this whole racism and... You get the killings that we keep seeing. The government needs to do better. Organizations need to do better. Even at our workplace, like for me at the at work, I know how much they talk about. Oh, uh, moving forward, we're gonna work towards getting more black people in uh, higher positions. Why? Why did he have to? Why Wait did he have to
3: take now. this? Yeah. yeah,
1: till now, mm-hmm. somebody had to die before you know that. Oh, oh, right. I think black people can actually take managerial positions. Like. Come on, we're, we're putting as much impact, we're putting as much effort, and it just feels like we're not being actually
3: um, regarded I would say more. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. have, more, way more. Like because we because we have to work against our disadvantage. We're putting yeah. more effort,
2: absolutely.
1: Yeah. yeah. Talking even on the, the the fact of you saying more even makes me more <laughs> because I know how much time I i put into my job and a lot of times i don't feel appreciated enough because a whole year can go by and i could probably take a sick leave maybe once or twice in a year you understand but you would see your white colleagues like take two weeks off one week off say they're sick and you get like you still don't feel like the fact that oh you feel like you want to make your impact known is being appreciated so it's almost like okay maybe i'm doing too much but yes. i feel like that's that's a topic for another day but like we're really not appreciated and really not uh, uh considered and um, yeah more needs to be done the government needs to <laughs> they really need to um to do better but on a lighter note <laughs> i don't know if i need to include this but <laughs> i saw I saw um, a post recently mm-hmm. um, you know this trend that has been going on I don't know what the trend is called but like it starts like mellow then all of a sudden like they, they raise their voice like I think for example the one about oh, African parents are like no sex before marriage then the guy raises his head and he's like so what am I doing in your wedding oh yeah yeah do you know that trend yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it's a TikTok, it thing,
2: thing, yeah,
1: TikTok right? trick. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I saw one about black business, and I don't know if you guys have an opinion on this, but basically what the guy was like, Oh, the people are like support black business, support black business, and he was then like, Oh, but you guys never deliver your goods on time. You guys are always give an attitude where we call in for customer mm-hmm. service consent. So I and that's that's also true like I, I know we're talking about like supporting black business but I also feel like even we as a black people we need to do better in how we yeah. I guess like um, promote our service because we see a lot of these like you order from black a black business and maybe our time issue of maybe delivering on time and you also see issues in regards to like attitude you know how we could be when you call in maybe to pass a complaint and it's like so what do you I don't know. Do you, do you think there's any opinion there? Or do you think that, I guess, the Black business can actually do better in regards to, like, our services to be able to be at par as to this other business that we're trying to, I guess, put ourselves over?
2: Yes, you've you said it all 100%. We need to yeah. do better. Like, we need to do so much better because <laughs> um, I want to put my money into a Black business. I really do. Yeah. I want to support your whether it's catering, whether it's your hair, whether it's 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 clothes, whether it's jewelry, whatever you do, I want to support. I don't want to go to Zara and go and give this multi-million person money where I know yeah. my sister here is trying to, you know, get up there to or my brother. Of course I want to. But I've had a few experiences uh, where, um, gosh, Okay. I'm not saying all of them are like this. Okay. Yeah. This particular, uh, place was very, very, very rude. Um, (laughs) I had ordered a Jamaican store. We had actually ordered food from there and, um, the lady's like, okay, this will be ready in an hour. All right. So we get there an hour. Our food is not ready. And, They have their accents, you know, not that I understood fully, but I could tell, like, she was shouting at us, like, okay, you guys should just wait, just give us one more hour, and we're complaining, like, no, you guys told us an hour, why should we wait another hour, that's two hours to make what, jerk chicken and rice? (laughs) Wow. <laughs> you understand two hours you're living like this is a restaurant you're telling me every single person that'll come here is gonna have to wait two hours and she started going attitude may not care no 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 down so, so this is in toronto anyways and and, yeah. and we're like you know what forget it we lost our money never went back wow. uh, so that. and of course i want to go ahead and buy from a wig uh you know a, a black owned wig company but i don't need you to give me attitude i'm gonna go to the asian woman that's gonna call me honey baby sweetheart that is just nice to me that has perfect customer service versus a a a, a black woman or a black man that's just giving me mad attitude over the phone that's not uh you know giving my stuff on time so yes we need to do better Kinsey, you said it all <laughs> and that yeah. is
3: one of the reasons why we're like so in us starting us in starting this business we saw the need right yeah we saw this need like one of the reasons like have customer service we're really like high on like providing great customer service uh, with our business because we do realize that a lot of these black owned businesses don't don't uh maybe put that at the forefront and that's why people might go elsewhere and so that's just from our experience you know we're not speaking to for everyone or to everyone yeah everyone- Experience. but from our experience we saw a need and we're like okay well let's be those people let's be the black owned business that has exceptional customer service let's do that you know yeah. so
1: yeah, yeah. Hey, can you tell us a bit more about your business by the way what's the name and uh, i guess how people can reach you
2: okay. and what you guys do yeah so we're a nubian hair collection um uh, we sell weaves we sell bundles Um, and braided wigs for now at least of course later on we will expand by God's grace Um, so yeah Mm -hmm. you can find us on Instagram at at Nubian Hair underscore collection um and yes we're currently working on our website that should be out very soon also which will be easier for people to order but if you would like to order obviously you can order it through dm Mm -hmm. and yeah yeah we're Um,
3: actually really excited we're working with um some partners in nigeria Nigeria, as well support
2: support Support. support. yeah yeah follow us and uh yeah
1: sure sure thanks that's that's nice that's impressive that you guys are taking up um i guess such um endeavors especially i guess with the time and everything but i believe yeah it's it's only gonna go higher and higher from here so to all our listeners please support our ladies support black business okay. and to the guys to support Get get you that new no. <laughs> you guys are you guys have bone straights? Because that seems to be the trend. Bone <laughs> straights?
2: <laughs> yes. yes. 30-inch long <laughs> We have yeah. it well.
1: <laughs> OK, sure then. <laughs> I think I'm, I would have to get get my girl in bone straights from you guys yeah. soon.
2: <laughs> yes, thank you. man. support. Get your girl's hair. Yeah. Get your wife's hair. One. Get me your yeah. mistress, your, <laughs> your side chick, wherever you want, <laughs> <laughs>
1: because he's Kuss, single but I'm sure I'm sure he has some I'll, side chicks that he I'll can probably,
0: I'll probably wear I'll probably wear the hair myself <laughs> Hey
2: you know what It's everybody All <laughs> <for everybody.
1: laughs> <laughs> markets is markets yes,
2: okay.
1: <laughs> okay yeah I guess because I'll leave it to you for the next segment What yeah, are we going um, into
0: Yeah I think you guys tried to set me up sets me up for this next segment apparently i'm supposed to pronounce um or attempt pronouncing pronounce in a couple french words here um,
3: <laughs> yes uh, we thought and, this looks this like the fun one
0: <laughs> okay so um yeah kingsley i think we we'll take them one at a time yes yes well, i'll try and that. then you try yeah oh lord have mercy okay <laughs> how do i go about this first Dead luck.
2: <laughs>
0: okay <laughs> so um Okay, this sounds like Kinsillary King. Okay, <laughs> come, come, <laughs> okay, so yeah, Kin Kinsillary, Kinsillary. Yeah, yeah, that's my final. That's my final. <laughs> you trying to pronounce
2: it in English? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think he's actually yeah. going me- Mexican with it. Like uh, quincenera <laughs> <laughs> like <quinceanera> or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, actually
2: something. coin Queen, like-
0: Queen, ca- queen Calerie.
3: Oh.
0: But <laughs> is is that it? Did he get no, it? No, he's
3: closer. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. uh, Let me try. Uh, oh. Queen, Queen, calorie. <laughs>
3: oh okay oh. the ending was on a uh, spot off it's just the beginning
1: oh, okay, okay yeah. so, so how- help us out yet
3: okay so the first word is kairi.
1: what was that
3: ken-, <laughs>
1: <laughs> ken-, ken
3: ken what ken ken like
0: oh, the, you don't oh, pronounce oh, it,
3: oh. Ken- ken- it. It's like a yeah it's like an sound Where where did all
0: the l's go
3: <laughs> the L's are pronounced, pronounced
0: like, like a, a Y. y. Uh, oh. Think.
3: Yeah, two L's makes that sound. Yeah,
0: you've given me expo for the second one. Uh, uh, <laughs> and what
3: does,
0: <laughs> And what does that mean?
1: Kekari?
3: Oh Kekari is a hardware store. Hardware store. Oh. Okay. Anything that sounds like a bunch of stuff that you can like do DIY with.
0: Oh, okay. okay yeah the second word um where is it oh, give me a second okay yeah um I, I
2: oh oh good i think he said it i think said it i knew 100%. i was going to
0: smash this one <laughs> beat, yeah. beat me kingsley if you can they already corrected
1: me, but yeah, it's aqyyeh. Yeah, aqyyeh, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. good. Yeah, okay. And the next
2: to welcome. To, mel- to welcome. welcome. Yeah. Yeah. welcome. Oh,
1: okay. well, yeah. that's a good one. We'll do two more. So, the next one was, uh, 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 rare oh <laughs> I feel like I, I just basically said it in English. In English, it in English. Of, so <laughs> yeah, no, you can't. Know, yeah. Um, course. See, what's your attempt?
0: Uh, I mean, it can be rare. So I'm going to, I'm going, to, I'm going to add the twist. Um Raw. My
2: God.
3: Okay, so if you put the way you both pronounce it together and mash it up, that's how you say the word. (laughs) So like, it's rare.
2: Rare. Yeah. Which means
0: rare. Rare.
3: (laughs) It's it's pronounced and it's sorry, it's written the same way. Yeah.
0: Wow. Rare. (laughs) Well, the English word is probably coined from the French word, probably. Yeah, Yeah. I think Uh, so.
3: Ooh, can we pick the one we we want you guys to do now? Sure. Yeah.
2: Do number six. Oh my goodness.
0: <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, that's that's my best shot. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna say 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 your rare. Oh why do I keep doing why your the, reaction?
2: Why the Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> The so you, Oh, you, didn't the R. Oh. Oh, you, you know what? One. I
1: confused the you know you guys said double L is Y. So I oh thought double L. Oh, so I'm gonna try that again. Oh my god, I think that was even worse, spot.
3: Oh my god. Alright, do you wanna tell you how we say it? Yeah, yeah go sure. for it. It's a it's it's a tongue twister. Yes, it is. If
2: you want me.
1: Oh my <laughs> god. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah.
0: You know I didn't do, see. I didn't to see to the guys, R in the middle.
2: Yeah. Try to use your R. Don't do the in The R. Do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's it.
1: What is that stuff called? Where you do the whole stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, it's it's
3: like. <laughs> <just a, laughs> yeah i guess yeah.
2: it's
1: a uh, okay what does that yeah. one mean it's a
3: what, like the a locksmith yeah locksmith. but like also can mean um like ironworks, like people who work with like metals and iron for like buildings Locks or like yeah
0: infrastructure yeah wow um where yeah. did you guys oh. find
1: these words that's my question
0: yeah. i have to ask kingsley i don't know where he brought them from
1: <laughs> that's I, deep <laughs> i know i saw i saw a tiktok uh trend oh so, yeah oh, like okay. six uh well, six hardest french nice. words <laughs> that's yeah <funny. laughs> thanks thanks for schooling us girls <laughs> no problem <laughs> anytime <laughs>
0: Oh yeah. Um, I don't know yeah. if you guys drop um where people can follow you, find you, follow you, and all that stuff. Um. Uh
3: yeah. So um again, we are on Instagram as at Nubian Hair underscore Collection. Um, you can uh, find us on Facebook as well. Uh, if you just write Nubian Hair Collection, we're there. Follow our page, like our page. Um, and yeah stay tuned for some good stuff mm-hmm. yeah we'll be we'll be cu- we'll be having a website soon so s- stick to it and yeah, yeah. yeah. stay tuned for that too. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> you want to sh- you do want to share your personal handles or Ooh, sure so
3: um mine Nelly, is at neen.cristelle that's n-e-e-n dot k-r-i-s-t-e-l yeah that's, that's <laughs> all
2: right and mine is very Steph- exotic is um uh, Steffi it's at Steffi marina s-t-e-f-i-e-m-a-r-i-n-a
0: yes sir yeah, yeah think i'm going to have to change my my own instagram handle after all <laughs> <I> not <don't. laughs> but yeah um it was nice to have you guys today and um, we had um, a fun conversation um but yeah thank you it was nice
1: being
0: here anything you want to say for a close
1: yeah no just thanks uh, ladies for uh, for doing this um, I think we've learnt a lot about uh, I guess our views on the matters that uh, means a lot to us uh, black lives uh, black businesses and all that and yeah um, if anyone listening if you have any questions just drop a comment, follow us and um, yeah you can also reach out to the, the ladies uh, business page, support black business guys so yeah and until um, next week this is another a uh, nice, uh, beautiful episode on uh, inside life, and uh, stay tuned for more interesting topics. And yeah. Uh, yeah,
2: thank you guys very much. We appreciate. Thanks for having us. Yes. us. yes, it was yeah. a pleasure, and we feel honored. You
1: know. Yeah. <laughs> <Love to> grab- <laughs> yeah. Sure. Well, more, more, more invites to come. Hopefully, you guys are. Yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah, be interested. Sure.
1: Yeah. No problem, guys. Thanks. Have a good day, guys.
0: Adios and goodbye.
1: Bye. Goodbye.